1: What would you like the power to
0: do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, baby. Let's go. Let's go. That time. What is up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome into a Thursday edition of the DMVR Nuggets podcast. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> Man, that energy without vote. You guys really hate it. Up this <laughs> you hate it, but you did it anyway. That's why you're the GOAT. Uh, we're presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR whenever you sign up. Very easy code to remember, DNVR. You can't forget it. Uh, guys, we have a special show today. Three prospects. Three prospects to get to. We're going to get to Ty Washington. We're going to get to, let me see, I'm scrolling up here, Bryce McGowan. <laughs> And we're going to get to Blake one. Wesley. I, do, I have scouted these guys. I just can't keep more than one name in my head at a time. We've also got some other fun stuff to talk about, news and notes from around the NBA. And to help me do that, I've got the man who never sleeps. Which one is it? You guys are both like, is that me? It's D-Line Co
1: Why not, man?
2: Yeah, Harrison, dude, you, you, can't, uh, you can't get that amount of beauty without the beauty rest. Harrison, a great point. Might sleep, Harrison might sleep 20 hours a day. I, it's true. I, I don't sleep so at all. Uh, I don't sleep at all. Um, and uh, guys, I'm so ready for this.
0: I couldn't be more ready. Does that mean that you did your For homework? what? The draft or like? <laughs> no, just to talk to you guys. Oh, what are we doing okay. today? <laughs> <laughs> I've also got a man who's wearing a shirt that matches his skin. It's Harrison Wind. Oh, that is... Uh
1: massive insult i think why is that uh, an insult a, 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 that's a huge insult my skin is not a, a nice tan it's a fleshy pink color it's a salad <laughs> <laughs> you've got a salmon tone about you yeah I, that's I not good
0: well i don't want to break it to you harrison but you're a white guy so it's uh, i mean i <laughs> i know
1: i don't tan adam you don't have to broadcast it to the entire world right here
0: well i'm just saying maybe turn down the exposure a little bit on the camera we do have a good. Show. We got the three prospects. We are one week away from our big draft show, guys. Very excited for that. La, 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 la. Very excited for the draft. I'm actually. I mean this sincerely. We've been going through the draft. There's like I, I'm almost like negative on every guy. Like I'm taking a point off, just, and I don't know what it is. Today, maybe it's because we're one week away. It's like I like these guys. <laughs> Everybody's in. I think yeah. Like I'm kind of more in on people. So. I don't know. I think it's just draft fever. I think I've caught draft fever. Eric, do you have draft fever? Uh, I have uh dengue fever, as we discussed earlier, <laughs> draft fever. I don't know. Like
2: I, I kind of like, I'm like you, there are guys that I think are interesting. There are guys that I think, obviously, I mean, you're looking at these, these high level basketball players. All of them have something to offer somebody somewhere. Right. Uh, but the Denver Nuggets are in such a place where, you know, you just look at like these raw players and you're like, man, where does this guy fit in? So I'm kind of with you, uh, yesterday.
0: I don't know about as much today. We'll find out.
1: <laughs> um
0: <laughs> our top story though harrison before we get into all of this uh i can have super producer Allie fire up the to the actually you know i'll just oh there you go fire up the share screen colorado avalanche are up one games to zero oh. on the tampa bay lightnings oh, and games. who is there to cheer him on none <laughs> other than mr nugget himself as well and? as davon reed let's go. look at this harrison i mean you we we all know what Mr. Nugget is, what they have to do. But I mean, look at this guy. Yeah. First of all, you see Russell Wilson. Uh, yeah, Russell Wilson. He's in the box, the celebrity, but he can't be bothered. Like th- yeah. there's there's security all around him. Nobody can get too close. Monte Morris, Davon Reed, men of the people, right there yep. in the middle of everywhere. They're not hiding. He's getting nachos spilled on him, beer spilled on him. What do you what do you make when you see this photo?
1: He is a man of the people. I mean, you just got to respect it. A, a requirement of being Mr. Nugget is to show up to another Denver team's playoff game. Like, you just have to be there. You, you, you have, have to, to make it known that you're there. Like, that is a requirement of being Mr. Nugget. And you got to tip your hat to Monte Morris amid trade rumors. Yes. Uh, amid, amid trade rumors bouncing <laughs> around the, on the entire <laughs> internet. Monte Morris shows his face <laughs> in Denver. And Mr. Nugget shows up to a playoff game. Uh, you got to respect it. Yo, is, is are we actually looking at Mr.
2: Avalanche? Is he, <laughs> is he just is, is he just Mr. Ball? Like he just is he? All, are we gonna see Ooh. Monte Morris at gonna, uh, at a mammoth. mammoth game? Yeah, like is he gonna be working at the concession stand? Is he just is he does he the uh, being. I, I think we at a certain point called him the mayor of Chopper Circle, which that's right, (laughs) the mayor. So at a certain, so this is just part of his jurisdiction. This is like not even uh, he's he's, just making the rounds, Eric. Yeah, like this is just like part of the duties. Like uh, I mean, I love it. Obviously, I love that he is committed to the job. But you know, as 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 Harrison says, Mister Nugget, it's a larger job than just showing up and getting buckets. What I
0: love is like Monte Morris is a very rich guy. He's a very rich guy. I don't know if you guys know That's this. He signed, you know, a pretty good contract. Here he is. These seats, they're almost not good enough for him. But I love that he did. You know, like he could go. He's probably oh, like row no, 15 no, no. here. There's like row Dude, 15. He's like, no, yeah. this is my seat. Adam, this is best seat in the house. Adam, if you,
2: you are now a, a hockey fan, I know this about you. Those yeah. are the best seats. You, oh, I you, see what you're saying. You, like too close to the glass, yeah. You either need to be on the glass or up above enough so that you don't get the distorted view from where the glass bends. So Mr. Nugget is Man, he's properly good. seated in he's the perfect rookie. seat, yeah. the
1: perfect purview of the... That's yes. what it tells me. Monte Morris is a hockey guy. He's <laughs> he dude. If, he, if he wasn't a hockey guy, he probably tries yeah. to get the glass seats, you know, bang rookie on the glass. Moore. That's cool rookie for Moore. a little IG video. But if you actually want to <laughs> enjoy the game to its maximum ability. You shake the seats in the <laughs> maximum potential. Absolutely. I'll be honest.
0: Those yeah. are, you're right. Though. It's a those veteran are, move. Those are good hockey seats. They're not good celebrity seats. And that's kind of what mm-hmm. I'm getting at. And you're right that they could have, he could have gotten even closer or this or that. But it's like, no, those are the best for viewing the game. The man wants um, to watch. You know this. We
2: we went to a game. Uh, you were famously photographed by me, D-line, in the atrium of uh, Ball Arena, wearing a brand new, beautiful sweater of Kale McCarr. We watched the game, we were sitting in the corner, yeah. and that and that view was
1: distorted as fuck. <laughs> it is part, true, of me like, did, uh, part, part of me. Did think about this uh picture though, is Monte Morris trying to groom Dave yes! Von Reed into potentially becoming the next Mr. Nugget. Uh, we, we mentioned the trade rumors abound. So true. Did Monte Morris identify Dave Von Reed as a contender for the <laughs> next Mr. Nugget? These are the questions I'm wondering.
0: So yesterday, Harrison on the show, we talked about like if Bones got traded and Monte, like who's the next Mister Nugget? We basically said there isn't one. Maybe it's Aaron Gordon. Where like it might be a vacated seat until January, where we need some time to like kind of have. It's like it's almost like a reality show. Like guys are competing for it. But we didn't even consider Davon Reed, who I think actually would have. (laughs) I think he might have pretty good odds. Yes, I'm not saying he would be it. But I'm not even positive he's going to be Mister and a nugget is it possible he will be even a nugget (laughs) 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 It might just be dave on uh anyway shouts to both of those guys for being out there i thought that was cool we do have a trade in the nba to go around to to discuss the i actually find this a very interesting trade the dallas interesting the dallas mavericks have traded the 26th pick boban marjanovic Trey burke sterling brown marquise chris to houston Christian Wood this is such a great trade for this is a rare example of a trade where I'm like this is great for both teams you got Christian Wood he was like a star on a bad team you know whatever he's there they're moving on they're in a new phase he does he's not needed there and they give up a 26 pick which to be honest they probably don't need that guy either they need you know something else Dallas on the other hand gets rid of nothing of value to them they didn't need that 26 pick they need do need like a rim rolling athletic guy they get that in Christian Wood I actually think this is, this makes Dallas a little bit better. I think this is a, it cost them nothing. Like if it doesn't go well, whatever, they didn't lose anything. What is your kind of immediate reaction to this one, Harrison?
1: Oh man. Uh, I had a little bit different of a reaction. Is Christian Wood going to help the Dallas Mavs? Yes. Especially in the regular season. Is he going to be a difference maker in the playoffs? I have a hard time getting there. Like is Christian Wood going to be on the floor in a big game in a big fourth quarter. Oh, I don't man. know, man. Like I got a lot of questions about Christian wood. How does the guy with that puts up the stats that he does like almost 20 and 10, why does he bounce around to like a new team every couple seasons and nobody seems to really want him? Like what, what is it about Christian wood that turned the pistons off and the rockets off and, and the Mavs off and being like, you know, we don't want to build with this guy. So he's an okay player. Like he's going to make the Mavs a little better, but like is Christian would the answer. No, I've got to think they could have gotten somebody who could really help them a bit more. I think like at the end of a game in the playoffs for that package with the 20 some odd pick, whatever it was. Yeah, I think yeah. they could have done a little better. Yeah. I mean, like when I first saw that, I was like,
2: holy shit, that's a lot of just stuff that you have to give up to get Christian. What I was like, even surprised in the first place that, uh, I mean, it's a first round pick, which obviously always very valuable in the yeah. NBA, but uh, probably the biggest thing that they gave up was Boban. Boban, no, in no, the rest, right you don't think so? Well, what, what do you think it was? I just, they're like, not going to use Boban. Player, he, player wise. I mean, like he, he's probably the best player, right? Like I, I I'm not saying like that, that, that was too much to give up. I'm just saying like, um, it's wild when you just start to discuss trades and you start to say like this guy is worth this and this and this because then you're like, well, there's, there's no absolute value in the NBA on, on players. It's sort of like what makes sense at any given team, depending upon or in the um, opinion of the executives that are making the, or that are having the discussion. Um, Christian Woods, like a guy that didn't exist. And then he existed like in a loud way for a while. He was like putting up big stats. He was telling Shaq. Right. He was a casual for not knowing who he was. Uh, and then he like disappeared again so yeah. like i like i don't I, yeah i'm kind of like I, it just feels like they're just kind of moving things around <laughs> like i don't know if he makes anybody better It like it works for both teams and in, in that it sort of just like shuffles the chairs on the deck i i don't quite know
0: what to make of any of it i don't think any of the guys that went out were gonna play i trade no. burke maybe it'd be the guy that you would maybe think christian wood is going to play Harrison's point is a good one. Is he going to play against the Golden State Warriors in a playoff series? Probably not that much. He probably has a very limited role there. But I do think in the regular season, he's going to be a guy that's like he's hard to guard. I think the thing, if you think about a Jokic, which is unfair, Jokic is going to murder him if he tries to play center. Like he's just too oh, big for him. Sure. He's done in the past. But if he can, if you could somehow play a, you know, you get somebody else in there that could play the big, he is hard for Jokic to guard because Luca gets downhill very easily and he's an above the rim, very talented above the rim finisher. So to me, it's a, it's like a type of player they, they probably could use. And while I'm with you that I don't think that's a championship piece. I do think it's one of those ones where we're going to look up again and be like, man, Christian Wood is average is shooting 65%, you know, from, from the field. Cause all he does is dunk it next to, next to uh, Luca and they have a 125 offensive rating when he's on the court with them. So I, I to me, I like it. It just didn't cost him anything. Um, so I don't know. It's not a, it's not necessarily a big one. It's not necessarily a huge trade. But it is interesting now that we've had two trades, one with Denver and now one with Dallas, that have happened a week before the draft. It kind of makes me wonder if this is going to be a fireworks type of draft. I mean... It you, is. We need I, I the, gotta we need it the is, content,
1: man. baby. Need the content. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to see a lot of trades just like this one. Like four players for a pick. You know? Yeah. Like a lot of trades in this kind of makeup. The other thing about Christian Wood that makes... Me worried about him for the playoffs the last three seasons he's played on detroit yeah. and then houston for two seasons yeah, pretty yeah. much hasn't played a real basketball game in four years
0: <laughs> he's one of those guys that probably i i assume it from hearing him talk you remember he got suspended earlier this year i think against denver he got benched in the second half like he's had some issues you know there he's one of those guys that doesn't know what he doesn't know you know what i mean if you've only ever been on the worst team in the NBA, which is what he's been on, if you've only been on that, you don't realize how different it is to be on not the worst team. And so I am curious yeah. in that one regard. But this is also, I think, in some ways, a classic Dallas move. I am Dallas makes a lot of these types of moves, it seems. And it's. I think it's probably one of those things where Mark Cuban is so engaged and he's so like, oh man, conference finals, we could do, just got to add whatever we can add. What can we add? What can we add? Like seven players to get Christian Wood? Like, sure, let's do it um nonetheless it does make them better also wanted to shout out harrison wind our own harrison wind here what he has i know this is really uncomfortable for me he has the mock draft tracker that went up on the dnbr.com it's available to everyone if you want to check it out um and it is you can see this is the time of year where the mocks are starting to get more refined guys are gathering intel people are starting to hear different things and it's nice to kind of have a place where you can check back every day or every other day whatever you want and see what the update is like what are people picking denver where what are they picking to go 21 and 30 and you start to see some trends what are some of the trends you see so far harrison
1: well there's There's definitely not a consensus
0: what's up there's there's a few names though that i feel like pop up there's like three names that pop up every time now
1: there's no consensus across all these mocks as to what position or really role the Nuggets are targeting, but there are a couple names. One of them we're talking about today, and in, in Ty Ty Washington, who gets mocked to the Nuggets in a couple of these. Also Jalen Williams, who I think we're all very high on, gets mocked to the yep. Nuggets in a couple of these. Although I think the kind of rumblings are he might go in the teens right before the Nuggets select. So. Jalen Williams, Ty Ty Washington. A lot of these mocks have Denver actually taking a point guard, like the Ty Ty Washington, the Blake Wesleys of the world, um, which is a little interesting, and we can definitely get into that. But there's definitely little consensus on what type of player the Nuggets are targeting, it seems like. Yeah. Consensus on the type of player, but I'm with you.
0: Jalen Williams and Ty Ty Washington pop up a lot now for the Nuggets. Um, you know, we're seeing that one. David Roddy actually pops up a few times, I think, for Denver in that 30th pick. Um, so that one's, I thought you wore your Roddy shirt just to uh, <laughs> endorse that one. Um, but those two names I feel like are almost the most that I see, uh, that, that I'm starting to see. We'll see if that changes, uh, as time goes on. But I just thought that was an interesting detail. Should we get into our draft pick here? Uh, there was, we should also mention there was a pre-draft workout today. I don't think it's necessarily guys that are going to be drafted. I think there were a lot of like summer league or two-way option type guys There, I don't know yeah. if there's a whole lot to get into um with any of those picks do you have anything quick you want to kind of say about any of the guys today harrison uh no i don't i don't think there's anything <laughs> we need to get
1: into from today's work <laughs> uh all right without
0: further ado there's one guy that i feel like we're gonna go a little shorter on than the others um I, maybe i'm wrong but i want to start actually with bryce uh McGallans here or yeah bryce McGowans. harrison why don't you start us off with a quick uh, overview on him
1: So Bryce McGowan's is a wing out of Nebraska. uh, Freshman, just finished up one season there, 19 years old. Uh, He is comp to Zach Levine. And I think in an Hmm. alternate Nuggets universe, in a universe of a couple years ago with Tim Conley at the helm, I think Bryce McGowan's could have been a Nuggets type of pick.
0: I mean, I feel like he's
1: kind of got some RJ Hampton vibes to him. Mm -hmm. Thinking back to that draft um bryce mcgowans he's got a ton he's got, of he's got
0: tattoos this is a tattoos comp i, I know
1: it <laughs> <laughs> no it's not at all um but bryce mcgowans the number one thing about him he is just like a prototypical wing scorer he's got a ton of scoring upside yeah like i said in that zach levine mold uh he's really long and athletic uh, he can get into the lane he can finish He's got great like ball handling, plenty of moves in his bag, a deep deep bag, um, and he's a scorer. He can score from three, although he didn't shoot a great percentage last year at Nebraska. He's gonna have a really good shot in the NBA. I feel like he can pull up out of a pick and roll and rise and fire from the mid range. Uh, he can get to the rim too, and he's got great burst. So uh, he is projected to be. I think if everything pans out for him, just a really versatile offensive guy that can score from three that can score from the mid range and can get to the hoop as well and the other thing about McGowan's and just his offensive game he drew a ton of fouls last year mm-hmm. at nebraska he had a 49.1 free throw rate as a freshman which is crazy high he's just like this fearless driver who seeks out contact he had 10 games with eight plus free throw attempts and he knows how to sell a call as well so if everything pans out for him, he could be a really versatile, just effective offensive player.
2: What's your scout, Eric? Uh, I liked him all right. Like he his, to me, his shot was very slow, which is something that always really bothers mm-hmm. me. And he also, his shot starts from his chest, which is also feels like it's going to get blocked a lot. Like he's going to need to get a little bit more space than maybe um, he's going to just naturally get in the NBA. He's the one that I watched the least amount of. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, I watched him for a little bit and I was like, I don't know, man, he just seems like a little bit rough to me. Like his, his handle is interesting. Like he's got a little bit like what you're saying, his bag is there, but it's also a little sloppy. Like he was doing a lot of like behind the back dribbles that he was sort of like throwing into the lane and felt like it would be uh easy to, to to steal and uh pick off so i mean i like i'm intrigued a little bit like uh, this is the guy that i was the least interested in uh, yeah um, the three that i was looking at. he's
1: the type of guy that you watch and you watch him for just like five minutes and you're like okay i know i know what this guy's about.
0: <laughs> yeah. he might be the easiest one in that regard um i mean people kind of know me and the type of guys i like and dislike this is clearly a type of guy I dislike like he is a pretty zeroed in scorer what I mean by that is I think he sees the basket first, second, and third and kind of reads the court after that. Um, he is a really talented scorer, and I think sometimes we can take for granted how how many skills it takes to be a talented scorer. And what I mean by that is like, is he's got body control. He's got coordination. He's got touch. He's got good yeah. form. He's got all of those things. And sometimes the seeing the court part, I don't want to say he's going to turn into the next Jokic, right, where he's seeing it great, but maybe there is a way to sort of have – now you have the skill part. Now we're going to get you to start thinking about the game a little bit differently. I do think there's something to be said for that, whereas guys that see the game but don't have the skill, that's really hard to teach. Like Guys sometimes just don't have the body control or coordination, and I don't know Mm -hmm. how you gain that. So he has that. But that being said, his strengths are the ones that I personally value the the least, especially when we talk about the Denver Nuggets. Like They're not struggling to score. and They have plenty of guys that are going to score less than what they're capable of. And the worst part for me is some of his defensive lowlights – they remind who was it we had the other day? I've already forgotten the name. Who we were like, Man, it's not just that he's bad on defense, it's that he doesn't appear to care. He, it reminded oh. me of that. There were some low lights in that one where you're like, Man, that's a that only happens if you're if you don't care about defense.
2: Yeah, who was that? Uh, the guy that like we were like super impressed with. It. God, who was that? I'm with you. I can't remember a goddamn single name. <laughs> <laughs> was you're you gonna have to tonight? give me something else there. <laughs>
0: Was it Jaden uh, Hardy? Maybe it might have been him. Yeah, I think it was. I think it maybe was. That sounds, right. that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, We've got some no great
1: defense. Charm. Yeah. D- defense is definitely one of his weaknesses as is passing and playmaking. Um, he, he's got a ways to go to be a def- good defender. Like he has the tools in theory, yeah. six, six and a half with a six, nine wingspan. Really good measurables for a two. But yeah, yeah it just doesn't look like he really cares about defense at this point. Poor fundamentals, poor awareness, just needs to improve in basically every single there's way a lot, there's a lot to improve on the there. defensive end. And the other big weakness is his playmaking and passing. If you go through his game log, Bryce McGowan's had one or fewer assists in 20 out of his 31 games in Nebraska last season. So super low assist guy, doesn't really pass, doesn't really set others up. I mean, his role was to score at nebraska sure. but still i mean you would want him to be able to pass the ball uh, a little better than that uh, so and he definitely does have some big also weaknesses hurts. And on
0: the low light reel there were some plays where it was it when from watching it you're like it's obvious that it's calling for a pass here like guy on his hip guy full-on help and he's trying to yeah. find a way through both and you're like bro th- th- clearly there's a guy wide open underneath the basket hit him
1: yeah, so he's got a ways to go in that department, and as a defender, the offensive skills are, are super intriguing. I agree. I don't see him as being a Nuggets guy at all. Like I said a few years back, I think he could have been, but not anymore. Not where where this team's at right now. Jokic yeah. might pull out his hair if he if that's what he was handed. If <laughs>
0: and then, and then there's also the question of like, do they have a a I think Zeke Naji is an example of this. And I could be wrong. This will be the year that tells us if we're right or wrong. But I think Zeke Naji has had a usefulness the last two years. I mean, he got hurt, so it kind of diminished it. That is not necessarily what his final usageness can be. Like, he can be a more, like, you know, I'm not saying you give him the ball to create or anything, but he can be more of a defensive ace or this or that. But in the meantime, he can stand on the corner and knock down threes and he can be switch or whatever. I don't know if this guy has that. I kind of think that he is going to be useless until he gets – unlocks more of these parts of his game that we're talking about. And that to me is scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He does. He does have long arms. I will say like, he does have length. He does have the, ability, like his driving to the rim, like his ability to like kind of stretch through. And this is, I think also speaks to the body control you're, you're talking about, like his ability to finish from sort of far out is interesting, but um i mean if you're telling me he's he's weak on defense like that's gonna be an immediate next
0: for me it's gonna be a little bit tough yeah, um, gonna be tough.
2: well next. speaking
0: of, of long arms blake wesley out of notre dame if you like long arms eric i do like long know, arms right? dude. we're gonna actually Ali, we're gonna do it on the other side we got to hit our first break but we'll get back to blake blake
1: wesley very long armed uh let's go three. dude <laughs> finally uh, Ivaka TV, if you guys have not checked out Ivaca TV, you're late. You're late. Get set up with these guys over the summer so you're good to go for Nugget season in the fall. Uh, Ivaka TV, they've got Altitude Sports. They got a bunch of other national channels as well. You can watch the Nuggets. You can watch the Rockies on AT&T Sportsnet with Ivaca TV. Like I said, other national channels too. Go to ivacatv slash DNVR. When you use the promo code DNVR, you're gonna get $10 off your first three months. That works out to $15 a month for Ivaca TV for those first three months, plus a receiver, no contracts, no hidden fees. They're not gonna lock you in, they're not gonna hike the price up on you without letting you know. So go to evocatv slash DNVR, evaca.tv slash DNVR. Use the promo code DNVR, you're gonna get $10 off your first three months. Also at DraftKings Sportsbook right now, we got the NBA Finals going on, of course. Join the Finals action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA bet and get $150 in free bets instantly. If you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the Finals, check out DraftKings Same Game Parlays. You can bet player props, team props, quarters, halves, whatever you want. Put it into a parlay. Turn a really small bet into a huge payday. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals. Get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code DNVR. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only minimum $5 deposit restrictions apply. See slash sports. for details, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
0: All right, back here, segment two, the NVR Nuggets podcast. Um, we're going to get into our next prospect here. Very interesting one, long-armed. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> we got Blake Wesley out of Notre Dame. Blake Wesley out of Notre Dame. First of all, my first note here, Harrison, can you name – there's only two players from Notre Dame currently in the NBA. Can you name mm. – It's not a school – especially guards. You I, can, a
1: guard. I think I can name both of them, Adam. I mean, I oh, can no. Name you both of if you God. pull this All off, of it's going to be them.
0: impressive. I Let's hear us
1: hear Uh Number one, Jerry and Grant. Nope. I don't think he's in the league. Oh, is he not in the league? Okay. Uh, well, then Pat Connaughton.
0: Yeah, you got him. The <laughs> other one, I'll give you a hint. He was a Nugget last year this time the Nugget last year
1: uh huh. matt ryan <laughs> matt oh ryan. my god how did <laughs> i miss that well he only went he did not graduate from notre dame so i don't i don't know if that counts and yeah, so maybe it doesn't count but nonetheless there's not a lot of guards from notre dame like that's
0: not a pipeline of nba talent notre Is dame jordan
1: grant really not in the nba anymore he's not damn so, so tough, damn. tough break
0: <laughs> tough break um all right but blake wesley what can you tell
1: us about him uh blake wesley six four with a six nine wingspan he's a pick and roll point guard uh he's really crafty just a, a floor general in the pick and roll just finished up his freshman year at notre dame uh his strengths his feel for the game his ball handling and his playmaking and like i said you really see that in the pick and roll uh, he's just really crafty uh, he can hit the big on the roll he can hit shooters that are being helped off of he's got Great head fakes and misdirection in the pick and roll. He does a really good job at man- manipulating the defense and freeing up looks for himself and his teammates. Just a great feel, great pace uh, in that action. Like, that's really important, you know, if you're going to be a point guard in the NBA to be really comfortable and versed in the pick and roll. Uh, and kind of out of that, you see other parts of his game that you like. His mid range jumper looks really good, great balance. Yeah. Uh, great shot. He's a threat to get into that shot really quickly. Just pulling up out of the pick and roll. Really good body control on all his shots. Um, he can beat bigger bigs on switches. He can just, yeah. you know, if he has a mismatch, take that guy to the rim and finish. Uh, he only shot 30% from three and 65.7% from the line. I thought his shot looked pretty good, though. I, I, I feel somewhat confident that he's going to be a decent shooter in the pros. And Me then, too. like, like you guys were talking about that six nine wingspan, it looks longer than six nine. Some places had it listed at six eleven. I saw that he did measure, too. he did measure at the combine at six nine. So that's what we're going to yeah. go with. But that's right, uh, he gets pokeaways, gets deflections. His arms look like they're down to his knees, but um, yeah. th- that really helps him defensively and just kind of being a disruptor on that end. Eric, what do you think? When you get a
0: chance to check him out? Yeah,
2: I did watch him. He he honestly... Uh, I mean, I hate to say this, like he looked he looked like a bigger bones to me. Like, I and I don't know if I listen to the way I have this could be a hair comp. I don't know, it's like definitely
0: partially hair comp.
2: I mean, it's we're a, gonna partial a couple... hair comp, but he's also not only does he have the long wider
0: body? Look at the body yes, his yes,
2: wide shoulders, just like bones. Bones has yeah. wide shoulders, long arms, big hands. And I the longer that I watch the NBA, the more and more I'm convinced the one thing that you can unify most of. The almost all of the best players in the NBA is that they have long arms. I don't know why this is. It just (laughs) seems to be the case. The one exception being uh, uh, what's our guy out of Memphis. God damn it. Um, Bain. uh, the big desmond, yeah. desmond bain is the one big exception to this rule but i do like, hate I to break it? it
1: to you i hate to break it to you d-line uh, blake wesley small hands oh, small God. Hand. oh
2: no
0: yeah. well oh, then no, get him no, out no, of here yeah. what are we t- what are you even talking about this guy for no but so, i mean
2: i i we saw, see this comment I saw
0: hold up eric we see this comment the way he moves reminds me of bones too and i agree look at like just look at this pose this picture here isn't yes. this a very bones-esque like yes posture yes. and everything the hair is yes. there, like. I agree with you, and it's funny because when I was looking at some of the, like, uh, like the Ringer, they had him comp to bones, and I swear it is just oh, did they, they really? <laughs> physically look like him, but I actually don't think their games are that. So I think their games are meaningfully different. Yeah,
2: I can see it. But I also like, I mean, I, I was watching him. I was like, okay, because, you know, I, I put together the cards. I'm like, okay, Jamal Crawford, that's what
0: we have. And I'm like, okay. I Everybody has comped Jamal Crawford. There's like five players <laughs> that get pumped in
1: every draft to get comped. <laughs> yeah. <one, the> only <laughs> one player comped Jamal Crawford on the DDR Nuggets draft. But I'm, I'm saying, I like, the, long, again, the, the longer one, and it's Blake Wesley. The
2: longer I watched, I was like, that's goddamn Bones Highland, but like a bigger
0: Bones Highland. I was like, a little taken aback by it. I was ready for it. Do you think that there's value? I actually, I'm gonna answer this first. Yes, I think there is. Do you think, but do you guys think there's value when two players kind of look alike but have different games? <laughs> like it confuses the defense? Yeah, like, like you get switched around, and all of a sudden you're switched out onto number three.
1: You think it's number eight, and you're like, oh, he's the shooter, and then he just drives. I mean, around. I yeah. gotta think that only works with identical twins like the Morris. yeah the
2: morris twins
0: baby similar i'm telling you these guys you might have the like oh he's a shooter play up and it's like it's you know him and then you go like oh no he can't shoot and you're off the phone (laughs) constantly confused getting back on defense you're like where's my man there he is over there (laughs) where's my guy? yeah follow the hair where's the hair oh god no different guy i'm just saying man i think it has a little value um I like this guy. So he's going to make my short list of players. Like I said this yesterday, there weren't a lot of players in this draft that I like. I was kind of looking at it. We were going through halfway through, maybe all the players were going to profile. And I was like, man, I think I like one of them kind of um, he, he's on the list. <laughs> he's on the list of guys. And it's because he has the requisite tools. Now he's not a perfect, like defensive stopper type, but he has some defensive upside there. And we've talked about this in the past. I think the Nuggets need to be good at defense, but short of having like great individual defensive players, they can have an identity. And one of those identities is the length, just having like a lot of length and that deceptive length. The fact that he does have that 6'9", 6'10", wingspan, and he uses it. It's not just that he has it and it's a wasted talent. He actually uses it. He gets in passing lanes. He's a great free safety. He has very good instincts to use that length. He pokes the ball away a lot. You talk about a Davon Reed, Bones Highland. Like I do see a collection of these guys that all of a sudden come together to create and help cultivate a defensive identity. That's really useful. So defensively, I like him. And then the offensive game, what's not to like, he's got a great, he's not quite Jalen Williams, uh, you know, in terms of his feel for the game, he's not quite that, but he does have some really nice plays that I watch, And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a high level play. Like you can't teach that or, or it takes time to develop it. And he has some of that. So I look at him and I think he can be more of a two-way type of player, not, an elite offensive player, maybe not an elite shutdown defensive player, but a guy that gives you a little bit of both and probably fits into a lot of different types of offense. So to me, I watched him and I, I was actually really impressed with him and he'd be a guy that's on my list of guys. I would be interested in taking.
1: What's also notable about him is he can definitely play both backcourt positions. Yes. He can play on the ball and he can play off the ball. And I think that's important if you're talking about the Nuggets because something that you love about the Nuggets backcourt as it's currently constructed, it's like you got Jamal Murray, Will Barton for now, uh, Monte Morris, Bones Highland. All four of those guys can play with each other, can play right. on and off the ball. There's so much um, interchangeability with all those four guys. And I think if you're adding somebody else to the mix – you probably want that guy to be able to play on and off the ball. And like Blake Wesley fits that. So if you're thinking about trading Monte Morris, and I think one of these point guards might get taken by the Nuggets if they do trade like Monte. I feel like that's a reason why they could look to take a point guard in the draft in the first round here. If Monte gets traded, I think you want to backfill that position with a guy who can play on and off the ball, you know, just like Monte can. So I think that's also – part of the appeal with Wesley.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree. And that's a part when we start to talk about adding specialists to the roster and into the rotation, that's one thing that you don't think about that you would miss, especially in the continuity offense, the ability for Monte to initiate the offense or Jamal or bones. Like when you don't have that, this is a guy that I don't think you lose that with. He definitely could come in maybe even immediately, but certainly I think in short order could be a guy that could play, the lead guard alongside, you know, bones or whatever, or off, off guard. So I like that a lot. Um, and just some of his passing, man. And and here's something I'm going to read from Kevin O'Connor over on the ringer, uh, his scouting report here that I like energetic defender with long arms. He's often assigned the opponent assigned the opponent's best score. And he's always locked in off the ball to disrupt actions. First of all, love all of that. Love it. A locked in, like, Just a guy that has the, that's a talent. The ability to lock in is a talent. And some of this we were talking about with McGowan's or whatever. It's like, he doesn't have that talent. Even at his best, he locks in for like three minutes and that's a real talent. So when a guy has that, especially as a young player, I love it. And then he has this one. He's had countless games when it felt like he was the source of inspiration for the team's collective energy. When we talk Mm. about one of the existential qualities that the nuggets are missing, that's it. I mean, we've seen that like Draymond Green is this guy, right? How many times has he been the emotional sort of fuel to the team or what have you? I'm not saying he has it to that degree. I don't know. I can't speak to – I don't have a scout. But when I read that report, I think Denver needs those types of guys. They probably need multiple of those types of guys who pick the energy up. Bones is one of those guys. So you start to put Bones and Wesley together and all of a sudden it's like, hey, you got so much energy coming in on the
1: bench. You're going to inject some life into this game. You got energy. The defense is confused because they can't tell him apart. Like, you got you got a lot of things working for you there. And then so, we could okay. call him Bones and Big Bones. I'm going to cover him
2: only as Big Bones <laughs> from this point.
0: I was thinking, like, because you have uh, BW and don't you have Buffalo Wild Wings? Like, the, I think there's something there. <laughs> wow. Bones. I think Buffalo that's the greatest Wild thing wings. is that uh, every time that we're evaluating a player, we're like,
2: what? How can we make this a t shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Blake Wesley. Not
1: Marketability. Very well. high on our uh, draft board rankings.
0: I mean, are you as in on him as I am, Harrison? I mean, he's he's on that short yeah. list. Like I said, of guys, I, I
1: actually I'm pretty intrigued by this guy. Dude, I'm kind of with you. I'm not that enthused by the crop of players like slated yeah, to go from 20 it. to 30 <laughs> in this draft. Like I, I mean, think like oh, compared yeah, to I last year. Bones would be the obvious pick of
0: all the guys we've seen, and some of this is we're we're tainted by seeing how he plays. But even just on skill set, you look at and you are like, I I definitely feel like this is a lesser draft than last year in this
1: spot. Yeah, like I just I'm just not that excited by that many guys. I mean, spoiler alert: Jalen Williams is my number one guy for the Nuggets. Like when I I put out my big board next week, he's most likely going to be number one for me. He's my guy uh, in that range. Um, but Blake Wesley, yeah. That's close. Yeah. Eh, He's he he's definitely a guy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Wow. I'm there there are things about Wesley that that I get excited about for sure. Um I'm definitely more excited about him than a lot of guys we talked about.
0: Biggest concern by far is the fact that he's six foot three. That's by far the biggest concern. Yeah. Six foot four, I think, actually, six foot four.
1: Yeah, six four. He's six four. He's two inches taller than bones. He pl- he looks like he plays bigger than his size. Like just watching him, he looks yeah, he bigger than six four, doesn't he? He didn't seem yeah. He
2: didn't he didn't strike me as small at all. He seemed actually seemed like a big uh, yeah. a big guard. Like it and uh, again with those arms, like he was always in passing lanes. He was always picking shots off uh, or passes off. At least uh, there were a lot of examples that they put in the highlight reels. Um, I, you know, I, I'm interested in this guy too. I think that my my hunch and my theory on why we're not that excited about any of these guys is because we are in a championship window and it, yeah, the, sure. the thought of adding somebody that is obviously like pretty rough in that they're going this late in the draft. is like not that palatable. Like my, the, the more I watch this, I'm like, I really hope we package these picks and like trade for a proven player uh, to get to fill that three uh, or, you know, like I, i don't want to trade monte like uh, my my desire is that we trade we package barton and the two picks and get some sort of dynamic three out of the out of the deal
0: yeah vote <laughs> just had a great joke i guess i'll have to share it on the other side. had a good joke in the chat um <laughs> all right should we move on oh actually i want to ask one thing i think i think Jokic would like this guy i don't know that he's going to play right away but i think he's the, he has a mentality Uh, a style of play and a skill set that Jokic would like. The three-point shot needs to come along for him to love, but I do think he would be a guy that Jokic would like. Like, I think Jokic likes bones. You know, I think he would like this guy over time.
1: Yeah, I I think so too. He can just do a lot of different things. and We'll get to Ty Ty Washington on the other side who can also do a lot of different things, but Wesley just, he's not a one-dimensional player. Where like Bryce McGowan's, it's a one-dimensional guy. He's a scorer. He gets the ball, he's gonna to try to score. Blake Wesley, he's he's more of a basketball player. Yeah, yeah. I like him. He's on my list. Um, let's take
0: a break <laughs> on, the, on the other side. It's not bull bowl, it's tie tie, tie tie washington
1: out of Kentucky. <laughs> we'll get to him on the other side. Oh my god. Um the American Raptors, they play at Infinity Park this weekend, guys. Infinity Park in Glendale is the place to be. June 18th, join us as four rugby teams from across North and South America clash on the pitch. Argentina and Uruguay take on the American Raptors and Vancouver Ravens in this two-weekend international rugby event. Second weekend's coming up June 18th, this weekend at Infinity Park. For tickets and match information, go to at glendale.com. Experience rugby at its finest with the American Raptors. Uh, also, uh, our next sponsor here, athletic greens, it's a product that I use literally every day, I started taking athletic greens because I just wanted more energy in my daily life. I wanted to optimize my immune system and I just hated taking all those little pills and vitamins. I just wanted something that I could take and just be done with athletic greens is exactly that one delicious scoop of athletic greens. You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals. Whole Four Superfoods, Probiotics, and Adaptogens. Uh, So Athletic Greens, they have it all. And they're also lifestyle friendly. If you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, Athletic Greens works with all those types of diets. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. It supports mental clarity and alertness as well. So it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition Athletic Greens is just one uh, scoop in a cup of water every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash nuggets, athleticgreens.com nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, back here, final segment,
0: Thursday edition, DMVR Nuggets podcast, and we've got Ty Ty Washington out of Kentucky, our first Kentucky player. Harrison, can you tell us about Ty Ty? First of all, I have to say something. I almost said this both times. I know I've said it before. These graphics are gorgeous, Eric. You know I hate to compliment you, but I re- every time I see them, they're so good. You do hate to compliment me. That's the one thing that uh, I'm taking
2: from any of this. And, uh, Harrison, can I just add? Athletic Greens. I I cannot endorse Athletic Greens anymore. I I take Athletic Greens every day. And people have begun to compliment me, Eric, (laughs) D-Line. On my this physical is not appearance.
1: This is not Are true. you telling more athletic?
0: That's no, most
2: certainly not. People have told me I look more rested and that my skin wow. looks smooth. They're like, I,
0: you're, so, you're so brave for, for dressing the way you do and you're like, what? <laughs> what, you, what you I'm mean? just
2: telling you, like, you people You're so home, brave
0: for posting that photo that you posted of yourself. That's very powerful. <laughs> I'm dude. just it's telling you, cool. like,
2: I'd, like if if me, D-Line, can receive a compliment on my physical appearance, it can happen for you too. Athletic Greens.
1: <laughs> So Let's clip that and send it. To <laughs> Ty Ty Washington. Uh, yeah. Ty Ty Washington. Well, I- I'm glad you mentioned he's the first Kentucky player we've talked about. My general rule of thumb in the draft is if you're if you don't know what to do, just take a Kentucky guard. Like that's that's a nice rule to live <laughs> by in the draft. Uh, Ty Ty Washington. He's a point guard. It seems like he can play a little off the ball as well. Freshman out of Kentucky, 19 years old, 6'4", with a six eight wingspan. He is what I would just call an all around point guard. I mean, this guy's a pure point guard. It seems like in every sense of the word. Every sense of the word, he's got good size and length for a lead guard with that wingspan. Uh, he can play make out of the pick and roll. Loves to get to that mid range pull up. He's got a great mid range pull up. Ty Ty Washington does really effective score from there. He's got a great pace and kind of patience and feel uh, to the pick and roll and just to his entire game. He, he plays that like this kind of unique pace. It feels like uh, he's kind of a game manager. He controls the entire offense. He, he moves the ball as well. Got great court vision and he just kind of has this really nice point guard feel for the game to him. I feel like he's got a high basketball IQ knows how to run his team. I was pretty impressed watching the film of this guy, just in terms of how he plays point guard, how savvy he is kind of in that role.
0: Yeah, what do you think, Eric? You know who I
2: saw in him? And I don't know if this is a Kentucky thing. I don't think so because I never watched him there. I, the longer I watched, I saw Jamal Murray. I saw Jamal Murray's shot. Yep. I saw Jamal. I, I, I don't know what, like, he to me, like I saw some of Jamal Murray's finishing. He's like a lesser version, he's shorter than obviously. I mean, that's the, the immediate uh, negatives on this guy. It's just that he's a little bit smaller. He is the same height as Bones, he has the same hair as Bones. He's a great, he's yeah, got th- th- great
1: this hairstyle bones, is hair. really picking up steam. A great yeah. Bones hair comp. Like, it, a- it,
0: it, it, <laughs> what you want to know that's funny is uh, Kevin O'Connor has comped him to Emmanuel quickly. <laughs> yes oh which is, which is basically both bro. but i'm telling you like
2: <laughs> i'm telling fair. you i saw i saw jamal murray in this man's shot i saw jamal murray as he was playing he's just a smaller version of which makes me think like okay there's a redundancy there like i don't know if that, that's uh, all these guys that we're looking at i'm like okay i can see all of these or these two anyway there is talent there there's absolutely something that's going to translate to the next level. It's the redundancy. It's like, okay, we would have to create a space for either one of these guys to have uh, any sort of role in the nuggets, which means, you know, if we are trading Monte, um, but then, you know, you don't want, we're, we're not in a place where we can hand over even our uh, backup unit to a rookie. Um, this guy feels like though, he's going to make an impact in the NBA. I, I, I absolutely see um the shot the finishing the the control the the passing uh the one thing i didn't see was anything about his defensive prowess like i i didn't see any highlights that sort of uh, went over that so I'm, I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say about that
0: um i i think he was like solid but the, the, the thing about it is his physical tool so well, this is the one thing we haven't kind of mentioned here because i'm with you harrison i watch him and i'm like i really like this guy man like similar honestly to Blake Wesley he plays a style of basketball that I really appreciate really like I think he's another guy that just in terms of like playing with him would yoke like it like absolutely good decision maker capable of doing a lot of different things good passer good score you know in the mid-range in particular so I think he's a guy that has that it's just he's so small I mean six foot three and we're talking about a, another small bodied six foot three you know it's another issue the Nuggets have that with Monte Morris I think he has the upside to be a monte morris type player meaning a guy that can play real minutes for a really good team it's just that you got to be really certain he's your guy if you're going to go back to a six foot three player you got one again what's the roster look like around everybody what's everybody else on the roster look like you're probably not doing that if you hold on to monte if you hold on to bones you you, i don't know that he has a role going forward let alone now but i do like him like he is a player i do like i I like the style i like the skill set
1: he honestly could be Monte Morris, you know, in in a couple of years. Like he's got a lot of the same tendencies. I feel like, and Monte, you know, coming out of college was a way more polished player, four year player at Iowa State. He kind of knew more about. I think exactly the type of player he's going to be. Yeah, TyTy Washington probably has a higher ceiling. I definitely say that Monte does, but just in the pick and roll and how much of a floor general Ty Washington is, you could kind of see him playing you know, like that backup point guard role like Monte Morris did.
0: Right. And I think he might actually be a little bit bigger than Monte even, just like when you talk yeah. about length, I think he's a little longer, so it's a little bit less. But when you start to pair him with, say, a Bones Highland, then you are talking about, yeah, that's a vulnerable backcourt in a playoff series. And is Denver really, he's probably too good to be a fifth guard. Maybe not next year, but going forward, you're not going to draft a guy to be a fifth guard. And he's probably too small for Denver with the guys that we feel like our cornerstone backcourt players which are Jamal Murray and Bones Highland so I really like him I mean he's a guy we might end up circling back to like four five six years from now he might be a second draft type player if Denver's in a different spot with different personnel but yeah that's the only thing I would say about him is I just don't think he fits this team
2: this does feel like this could have been a, a another Tim Connolly pick. Like when they picked Bones Highland last year, we were like, what, are, what? That's not a need. What are we doing? And now, right. I, like, I could not be happier. The like, Greatest pick of all time. So, uh, Tai Ty is. I, I mean, he's like, he's a good player. Like, he's definitely a good player. Um, Mitch, our uh, merch manager, is so over the moon on. He's so into Ty Ty Washington. Simply He's not, because no, of, he's not though. Yeah. Simply because he plays at, at Kentucky. So we were all like, all right. We're like, okay. And it sounds like we all sort of like incredulously came to the Ty Ty Washington film and we're like left like, pleasantly surprised like just like he he can do some things yeah he can do some things like so i mean i i like the idea of just having good players in our system it's just like i again getting back to the idea of like now we just we need there are things we absolutely need and i just don't know if we're going to get them from this draft regardless if we're talking about making sure that the pipeline is is strong and that we have you know the the cupboard remains stocked um this is a guy that you'd love to have in the system because just talent is hard to come by in the NBA, you know, or just reliable, uh, good players are are difficult to find. And this seems like a guy that is going to make an impact.
1: Yeah. He just seems like a really solid player, somewhat of a high floor. It feels like for a freshman, even I feel like he's going to be a good shooter shot 35% from three last year, 75% from the line. And in the mid range, I mentioned this a little bit, but he looks like like a young Chris Paul sometimes when he's rising up in the mid range. He comes off the screen, one dribble, just pulls up when he has that little bit of airspace and just knocks down mid-range jumpers <laughs> at, at a really high rate. Like I think he's gonna be an elite, elite mid-range guy.
0: I think both of these guys we talked about pair really nicely with Bones offensively. Like I would love both of those guys to be playing with him on the offensive end. And the defensive end, again, I don't that's the hardest part to scout, especially with the time frame that we have to kind of scout these guys is the hardest part. I'm mostly just writing him off because of physical for physical reasons. But both guys have really good wingspans and have sort of a knack for for like they're they're not dumb defensive players. Neither one of them, Wesley right. or or Tai Tai. So both of them are just really really compelling offensive options. Defensive bigger question marks. Probably more likely than not that they're the shutdown type guys that we expect them to try to fill that with. But look, I wouldn't be unhappy with either one of them. ty Tai a little bit more like what are we doing like let's go <laughs> let's go go but but i think he's a good player that i would look forward to watch playing
1: here's the thing though are the nuggets taking Blake Wesley or Ty Ty Washington if Monte Morris is still on the roster no no maybe. way right maybe i no mean way. like
2: they, neither one of those guys are going to start or not even start. Neither one of those guys are going to lead the second unit. There still needs to be someone to lead the second unit, unless you're saying like bones Highland is going to be, uh, you know, elevated to that position. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's in, in any I way. Think, a I can see Wesley. Get rid of,
0: I could see Wesley. It would depend on what your other players were. Um it, it would depend on kind of what the rest of the roster shaped out to be. But Wesley to me is an interesting player, man. Like I, I, mm-hmm. he might be, I, again, bones highland wesley davon reed that's really young i think part of this is it's so inexperienced i don't think you go into the title year with three guys that are basically all one year or less of experience so that wouldn't work from that but from a standpoint of you're talking about you know 20 and a half feet of wingspan between those three guys that are all mobile and sort of have good feel for those types of things how to use it that's cool to me it's intriguing yeah
1: yeah, for sure. I I would say it's it's unlikely that they pick either of those two guys if Monte Morris is still on the roster, but he might not be. I I mean, it seems like it's definitely a, a possibility that he could be traded here. So yeah. if that's the case, yeah, you could definitely use another ball handler to get in the pipeline. Yeah, if
2: either of those guys were available at thirty, still, like I I would probably you know if you're looking at okay, like. You know, in the in the Tim Connolly years, where you have like the one guy that's like, okay, this is sort of fills a need, and then you have like another guy that's just like a, a fun pick, like a, a pick that you just like okay. like the guy. I mean, these are both like great players that uh, yeah. you know. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that the Denver Nuggets to 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 draft them.
0: I think they would also fit into the culture. Both both of those guys, McGowan's is out. Like to me, we kind of wrote him off quickly. He's written out, but the other two, these two guys, I think would be guys that would. Um, they would be good nuggets you know they would they'd be good good nuggets to root for um when yesterday we kind of gave the guys that are in our club do you, you want to just kind of give roughly the guys that you feel are like you don't have to rank them but just kind of the guys that you have maybe written off and the guys that you were kind of like yeah i would i would be i'd be happy i think with that pick
1: um yeah let me actually get up my my i will say there's one other fallacy here eric on. we're talking
0: about the different ones wh- that make this hard one of them is if you say you like a guy then people will be like he doesn't solve your problems right. the truth is a rookie's probably not going to solve your not, problems no, anyway no. so no, like- <laughs> a rookie a rookie's going to create more problems for yeah, you. yeah so so it's not the worst thing in the world to say this guy doesn't solve your problems next year no, it's probably no, no. going to be if the guy they pick is almost certainly going to be a guy that does not solve denver's problems next season
2: and Michael Malone does not play rookies, so we're not talking about a guy like no one's. No don't one that's
1: tell Michael be- Malone. That he, he don't <laughs> tell him that, man. <laughs> oh boy, uh, Jalen Williams, like I said, is number one on my board. I think he's uh, number one for me too. We might be getting the group think here, but I, I like him a lot. Blake Wesley's in the club. Um, Kendall is Car- Brown, is Corey that-
0: Eason, Even though he's kind of, he's like projected to that's go well. My guy. Tari yeah, is my I guy mean, if we could get Tar and...
1: yeah i mean he'd be just i feel like too good to pass up at 21
0: yeah but you kind of you feel... feel like you'll be frustrated a lot with him
1: yeah yeah like i think you're so, really too. frustrated with him. <laughs> he's gonna look like Tori craig for the first year for sure yeah uh kendall brown's in my club i like kendall wow. brown yeah he's in my club probably for number 30 uh wendell moore jr also in my club i, I like, like him. him also i like him also. we haven't done him yet though have we i don't no, think we so. haven't
0: yeah well we need <laughs> we to do haven't. him next because i think just from the little bits i've read i think he'll be in my club we'll see
1: yeah he's in my club uh let me see here i mean niko of course in my club uh, of <laughs> course the first first ballot entry into my club <laughs>
2: he's in the, he, uh, he the Poku realm he's like the poker yeah. uh, of this year's draft
1: i'll tell you the guy who i can't decide if he's in my club is dale and terry i feel like oh. he should be in my club but so I, I, my i'm, I'm just still debating on if he is or not he, his, I'm he in the same boat I, I, he's so out he's so out of my club why his, I, I, because his feet are so heavy yeah, don't he's the like, guy who looks like he's gonna fall over when he's running. I don't like I don't like
2: the way he moves at all. Like I, I want no part of that guy. Like that's
0: the one guy that I saw. I'm like, I'm out. No, no, thank you.
1: I Man I feel like he's the, me, the guy
0: we should love, but I don't know. For me, I think uh Jalen Williams definitely in the club. I think Blake Wesley is in the club. Um Coloco is kind of in the club for me. I'm kind of intrigued Ooh. by this guy. Uh, a little bit later on, of course. And then Bo Champ, I think, is probably like in the Cham- club Cham- right now. Cham- Again, none of these guys get me like super excited just yet. We have more guys to go um, as well. None of those guys get me super excited. There's more guys that are out the club, and there's a handful of those guys as well. Like Jovich is another guy that's probably out the club for me. I just don't think Denver needs him. He looks like a project. They do um, He is. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, Jaden Hardy's out the club, Like so far out the club. they can't even see him. Um <laughs> You know, there's a handful of these guys here. (laughs) There's a couple guys we haven't
1: talked about that you know could be in the club. McAllen's is so
0: far out the club too. He's he's (laughs) down the block. He can't come.
1: Christian Christian Braun. Um, we'll probably get to him maybe tomorrow or next week. Might be in my club at number thirty. Okay. I like I like EJ Liddell too. Do you like him?
0: You love your you just, you love your Paul Millsap comp. Yeah, he's I Paul just did, to me, you to know what actually the EJ Liddell. You know why he's comped a little bit to, to Paul Millsap? I think I have a theory. He looks old. You know how Paul Millsap oh. has just like looked old since he was eighteen. I think <laughs> I EJ like it. Ligell, if you were to guess his like at the carnival, you guess the age. You'd be like, he's thirty four. It's like no, he's nineteen. Like what? Yeah, I like it. I like an old soul. A guy
2: that comes in, he's he's seen a
0: few things, even if he hasn't. He just seems like he's been there. Um, <laughs> all righty well we'll have we have a couple more days to keep going through this it should be great i'm actually like i said i'm in draft mode we're going to be back next thursday for our live draft show all hands on deck dnvr production i can't wait for it you guys should set your calendar set your watches watch it on the tv i don't know if you guys know this but if you have a smart tv you just watch it on the TV. watch it on the tv <laughs> you can put it on the tv it's right there my kids know how to do it everybody knows how to do youtube on the tv pour yourself, you know, pour yourself a cup of lean and watch it on the tv <laughs> don't pour yourself any lean, <laughs> please do that. Uh, uh, not. uh everybody not condone that again tomorrow casual friday uh we'll have Miroslav. he's teaching us he told me what he was teaching us i already forgot but it should be a good one. he always prepared. don't tell
1: me i want to be surprised
0: all right we'll all be surprised tomorrow for that hit that like button on the way out everybody